coming up how going alone as a 12 year old to live in Slovenia shaped the career of Britain's best ever gymnast Max Whitlock. It's Mark Shadlow here with 10 minutes of Olympic chat today, hope all's well. I'm recording this on the day of the team announcement for GB for Tokyo for the men's gymnastics. James Hall and Joe Fraser I'll have on the next podcast. Congratulations to them, but also to other special people in the team. In a moment, Max Whitlock on his young life and heading to his first games as a dad. But first, Gianni Regini Moran. I pulled something out of my archive which I think is pertinent. I was there when he won his first medal after injury at the European Games in Minsk two years ago. It marked a three-year comeback from a cruciate ligament problem that threatened his career. It was an emotional moment standing there with him, clutching the medal, and he talked me through that turbulent time. So just before 2016 Rio's, I had come off the back of an amazing European Championships. Um, unfortunately, slipped off the high bar and took a severe knee injury, um, which, well, I thought my career was over. Um, it almost was at one point, and I'm back here now, so... I've done a lot of hard work and it's took a lot of time and patience, but, you know, it's, it's all been worth it. What have you been through mentally in that time? Uh, mentally, it's, uh, I've been to quite a few dark places. Uh, I got to a point where I, I almost gave a finger up. I, I, thought, I thought I'd quit and um, it, it really was horrible because I could never see myself coming back from this type of injury. And then after my knee, I was back fit, everything was going well. Then all of a sudden I had another injury and snapped my foot. So from snapping my knee to then snapping my foot, it was like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, you know, I was like, I was thinking, why me? What, you know, what have I done to deserve this? But it, it all was patience and hard work and, you know, just staying, staying focused on what you want to do and what you want to achieve. Where does that resilience come from? I think it's always, it's always been in me. You know, my parents have been very supportive and very... Um, you know, there for me from a young age and always pushing me to be the best I can be and I think I've had a lot of support from family and friends and especially the medical team that have dealt with my injuries and stuff like that so uh, my support team, support network has been, you know, very great and without them I don't, I don't think I'd be here today so. We're just a year or so away from the next Olympics, I'm guessing you're going to tell me that that's your aim? Yeah, I mean, from a kid, I've been working my whole life in the gyms, you know, six days a week. Um, my, my dream is to go to the Olympic Games. It's, it's the biggest thing you can do in this sport, and that's, that's what I've been working my whole life for. So, you know, this is one step closer. You know, it's going to be hard. I'm going to have to put a lot more work in in the gym, and, you know, hopefully next year when, when trials comes, you know, I can make the team. That's Johnny Regini Moran. And next to Max Whitlock. He's got five Olympic medals, including double golds in Rio. He spoke recently to Track and Ball podcast about moving to Slovenia as a 12-year-old. Yes, I did. Yeah, not loads of people know about it, actually. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, I started at seven years old, absolutely loved going in, loved training. Um, and then it got to a point where, you know, I was training in the, in the local club where I, you know, grew up in Hemel Hempstead. And my coach at the time, um, he was Slovenian. He decided to leave, go back home. And um, for me, that was kind of, kind of a really tough time um, because that was the only really time in my career where I thought of the option of quitting. Yeah, so it was, it was a big stage um, and quite a, a big decision um, mm. at, at such a young age. You know, I, was, I was 12 years old. Um, and then my, my coach said, would I want to come out to Slovenia with him? 
um, to train at the gym there. It, it was it was surreal, you know. Like it was it was like I said, it was a big decision not only mm. for me but for my awesome. parents as well. You yeah. know, I was so young. It was do I do I follow my coach and go out to Slovenia and continue my sport? Um, mm. Because at that time I didn't want to go to any other gym club. So I made the I made the jump um, and I actually got a, a flight out there on my own. You know, twelve years old to look wow. back and think, like, wow. Um, but yeah, I did it and um, I went out there, continued the sport, and for me. I lasted three months and I missed home too much. And three months, when I was that age, um, being away from family, it, it felt like, yeah, it felt like a lifetime. Um, mm. So you know, I, I I decided that it was it was time for me to come home. Um, I miss family too much. I miss home too much. Uh, but I don't regret it because if I didn't make that choice to go out there, I may not be even a gymnast today. And also, even if I did continue gymnastics, go somewhere else at that time, um, I may not have achieved what I wanted to achieve because, you know, mm. I could have maybe always looked back and thought, what if? Um, so I'm happy I kind of checked that off, um, yeah. realised that actually it did bring some benefits, of course, but it wasn't right. It wasn't the right path for me. Mm. I, I, I come home, um, I got back into my schooling, which was a strange process, you know, going back into school, having a three months off. And then... Um, yeah, I went. I moved to South Essex uh, Gym Club, where where I where I am now, still today. So yes. that's that's why actually going to Slovenia brought me to South Essex, mm. um, where yeah. you know that that impact on my career has been massive. But I, I remember um, I had my little yellow bike. Um, I used to ride to school. I used to get to school an hour earlier than school started, so that I can go and uh, do a language lesson, learning Slovenian, learning. Oh, wow. Um, I would then do normal school and I remember like it was it was funny like in the in the maths lessons I obviously I hardly understood anything um, but <laughs> write so much on the whiteboard and what I used to do is I used to literally write everything everything they wrote on the whiteboard I used to write it down in my book and I used to just literally so I was doing like 10 times the work everyone else <laughs> just to try and do what I could do um, but I think in terms of that it taught me lessons you know it taught yeah. me like, yeah. Hard work, dedication, yeah, um, sure. will, will get you places, definitely. That's life as a kid. Now he has a kid of his own. Willow is just over two years old. So how much is she a motivation going into Tokyo? A lot. Crazy amounts. Um, it put a lot of things into perspective uh, massively. Uh, it really did. And do you know what? One thing I'm realising now, which is really funny, which, oh God, it, it doesn't feel like... I'm just not what I used to be in that terms because yeah, I used yeah, to be um, so brave. Like I wasn't really scared of much in the gym at all. Like, and now I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or if it's because I'm a dad now, but that just, I don't know. There's a bit more fear factor in me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like it. I'm not like it at all. Um, I can't help it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's um, I think that's Willow's fault. It's instilled a bit of a fear factor in me, which, um, isn't great, um, but she's brung so many positives. It's unbelievable, and you know, one of my one of my proudest achievements is having Willow. And then, you know, it, I was building up, so I, it was so busy. I had so many competitions, and uh, you know, I went to Europeans and I gained a title there um, when she was seven weeks old, which was which was one of my kind of my proudest achievements because a lot of people thought, like, how am I going to handle it? Mm-hmm. Kind of a lot of people kind of thought that. I was going to kind of phase out. I was going to be done. Um, and how am I going to compete at an elite level being a dad? That's what that's what they thought. That's the kind of comments I had. So to kind of try and prove people wrong, you know, when I say talk about motivation, grab it from anywhere. Proving people wrong for me is huge. So 
yeah. And so, you know, when, when I talk about motivation as well, Willow's been a huge impact in that. Mm. You know, I've got another little girl to make, try and make proud now. And that's why you know, I want to keep going for as long as I can. I, you know, it doesn't stop for me, you know, when we go to Tokyo. I want to keep going. I want to keep going to, to Paris. And then if I can, if my body lets me, I'll keep going again. Um, and I'd love for, obviously, Willow to actually see doing uh, gymnastics, competing in, in real life, not just watching it on the... Uh, on YouTube or something like that. So, yeah, it's a huge motivation push for me. That's Max Whitlock talking to Track and Ball podcast with Richard Whitehead and Ellen White. And check out a whole 45 minutes or so of Max on Track and Ball podcast. We'll have more gymnastics stories tomorrow. Thanks very much for listening. Just a reminder, if you knew that I'm trying to raise money for Maggie's Cancer Centres by making these podcasts, if you feel you can donate a couple of pounds, the cost of a cup of coffee, then please go to my show notes where you can find the details or go to justgiving.com and search Destination Tokyo. Thanks a lot for listening and see you later. Bye-bye.